Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi, and Choir Talks is the podcast version of our choir devotion that we would share on Wednesday night. This year, I've been reading through the first five books of the Bible, and um, so today I want to pick up a psalm, but this psalm applies to the same time period that those first five books were written. It was attributed to Moses or written in the time of Moses, and it's Psalm 91. Um, Some of this psalm is really familiar perhaps to you. It's a wonderful psalm. Here it is. Here's the first verse anyway, Psalm 91.1. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Um, That first verse sets up some things in this psalm that I want you to catch from the beginning. First of all, there are two words in there. There are two uh, verbs that would apply to the listeners or the singers of this song or to us in our generation. Um, and they, those words were dwells and rest. Um, so whoever dwells, the word dwells here means to take up a permanent residence. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High and then whoever rests in the shadow of the Almighty. The word rest there means to stop action and to stay in place and just to receive nurturing or to be rejuvenated. And so uh, that's what we are asked to do here at the beginning of this psalm. There's also two names for God. The first one is Most High, El Elyon, and the second one is El Shaddai, which is translated here, God Almighty. El Shaddai is a difficult word to translate, as I understand, from Hebrew. El Shaddai means that God is almighty, the most powerful being in the universe, almighty, but it also has some connotation of one that nurtures. Um, through his strength, he, he gives strength and nurtures. So uh, he, the writer of this song picks up two uh, metaphors, two images that he wants to convey and uh, use to convey who he sees God as to those who are going to sing this song. The first image is the image of a fortress. Um, so, and that really depicts the God Almighty part of El Shaddai. He says that whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, and then he describes that shelter in verse 2. He says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. So, this is who God is to this psalm writer. He is the strong God who is a fortress. Now, if you think about the fact that this is written in the time of Moses, the Israelites are wandering through the desert after 40 years. Um, They are Bedouins. They have no permanent cities and certainly no fortresses. They wander through um, a country that is full of walled cities with fortresses. And the people who live in those cities can rest in the security that they have because of those fortresses. And yet the people of Israel are vulnerable because they don't have that. And so he thinks about God in that way. God is the one that you can run to and find safety and find refuge in. He is a mighty fortress. Then there's another image that he conjures up here. It's more obvious in verse 4 where he says, He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. Now this image uh, goes more closely with the, the connotation of El Shaddai as being a nurturer. Um, This image is the image of an eagle. Um, 
I Googled several images of eagles this week as they sat on their nest, and what they will often do with their young is spread their wings out to cover the nest and cover the young. It keeps them from being obvious to predators, but it also just shields them from the sun so that they won't become dehydrated. It, it covers them and shel- gives them shelter. And so here's the picture. He says, um, whoever will rest in the shadow of the Almighty, that's what he's calling us to do. And because the, the Almighty gives us rest, he nurtures us, his strength is transferred and, and covers us and transferred to us. This um, image makes sense also if you think about those Israelites wandering through the desert. Heat was a huge problem. Uh, The desert was hot, and uh, they also had uh, the potential to become dehydrated and and get sick. Uh, You can remember that twice there were moments when they couldn't find water, and and God brought forth water from a rock to to give them nourishment, to to, heal. quench their thirst. And so this is a powerful image to them that, that God is the, the one who covers them, shelters them from the heat. So this, this psalm is about us finding protection in, in the Lord, in the one who is a fortress, and the one who is the, uh, our shelter. Uh, he, he says this about how he protects us in verse 3. He says, Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. Verse 5, he, you will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Um, a thousand may fall at your right side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Um, he offers a lot of promises to the ones who are vulnerable, as I said before, and yet they're about to go into a land full of armies and full of uh, what has been described to them as giants and mighty men of, of battle. And uh, they are going to have to depend that, that God will save their lives as they go forward. Um, I notice also that, that God is protecting them from things not only seen, but things unseen. He says, I'll, he'll save you from the fowler's snare or from the uh, terror of night, or the pestilence that stalks in darkness. Those are, those are moments in life that we don't see coming. Uh, so I think that's an awesome image of the way our Father protects us. There are, there are ways out there that he has probably protected you already that you don't even know about. It's things that were unseen in your life that the Father anticipated on your behalf and protected you from. Verse uh, 9 says, if you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, then no harm will overtake you, and no disaster will come near your tent. I, this is a, a conditional promise, really. Verse 9 says, if you say. And, uh, and so it's important that you speak out of your mouth that the Lord is your refuge, um, and that you make him your permanent dwelling, that you dwell in him. But if that is the relationship that, that you have with the Lord, he says there's protection for you. Um, now, I had to puzzle over verse 10 a lot. Uh, verse 10 says, if you do that, then no harm will overtake you and no disaster will come near your tent. Um, but that doesn't ring true in my life or in the lives of other believers or even the, the lives of biblical characters. Um, there is sometimes harm that 
that overtook them or disaster that came to them. And so I had to puzzle over what is he really saying there. Uh, and then I read the next verse, and the next verse says, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you're, you will not strike your foot against the stone. Now that part may sound familiar to you. It is quoted in Luke chapter 3, and it's actually quoted by Satan. When Satan is in the, when Jesus is in the wilderness and Satan comes to test him, he asks Jesus to jump off of the temple to show um, that God will protect him. And he quotes this verse from Psalm 91 to Jesus. And yet Jesus doesn't follow through with that request because Jesus says to him, it is written that you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. So when I thought about the way Jesus approached this passage, I realized that, um, that this is not a promise that there will never be difficulty or harm come to in the life of, believer, of a believer. The promise here is that if the believer makes the Lord his shelter and his dwelling, then the Lord will be uh, with him and, and will protect him. The psalm finishes out with some beautiful promises, um, starting in verse 14. He's, he's, the Lord is speaking, and he says, because he loves me of, of the one who who dwells in him. He says, because he loves me, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. Again, these are some conditional promises. These promises are available to the ones who find their permanent residence or dwell in God and also the ones who rest under the shadow of the Almighty. He's, here's the promises. I will rescue. I will protect him. He will call on me and I will answer him. It's also conditional. He, it's conditional that we have the humility to call on him. Um, so if he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With full life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So this is who the Lord is to us. This is my takeaway. The Lord is a strong and mighty fortress for those who acknowledge him, for those who uh, dwell in him. And he is a shelter for those who rest in him. So God is calling us to do those two things today. And if we do those two things, uh, then he is with us and his protection is over us. His promises uh, find their fulfillment uh, in our lives. Hope you have a great week.